Blog Talk Radio. Well, good afternoon, friends. This is Dr. Deb Carlin here at the K Factor, where K equals kindness, and the factors are all the things that lead to it. And I have to tell you, I'm really excited about today's show. This is about the organic life for your best self. What are you eating? Do you know where it comes from? Do you have any idea what the nutritional value of the food that you're consuming these days in your life is worth? Well, I'll tell you what, we have to pay attention to it. A lot of us end up taking all kinds of supplements and guessing at when we're really being nutrified and getting into health concerns and not knowing what to do about it. But we have to be really smart, and it begins... Yeah, knowing basic nutrition for sure. But it begins with things that I'm really excited about learning more about. I like to think I know everything, but then I met Walter Gregory and I realized I don't know everything. (laughs) I don't know everything about organic gardening. So I'm going to introduce to you here um, a wonderful gentleman by the name of Walter Gregory who has been organic gardening in this amazing way for almost 60 years. Walter, thank you for being here on Blog Talk Radio with me today. Say good good afternoon to our audience. Good afternoon. How is everybody? (laughs) I think everybody's hungry. (laughs) So what in the world are you talking about when you're talking about organic gardening, please? What does that mean? Well, organic basically means that you've not used any chemicals uh, on the, the ground that you're growing your food, but... Organic really isn't the, the key. The key is nutrient-dense organic. And many of the minerals have been mined out of our soils already and destroyed really with our modern agriculture. So I've heard that. I've heard people say that our earth is so leached that we can't possibly get anything good out of it. So we should do hydroponics and grow everything in water. And then I think, well, that's insane. Where is there the clean water? And how does the, the food get nutrified if we're growing it in water? It can't, and that's the problem with that product. But uh, our soil needs to be remineralized, and the best way that I have found to remineralize it is to put as many nutrients back in the ground as possible. I have a product that is derived from the ocean. It's taken out of the ocean in the depths of 3,000 feet, so it's not chemically polluted in it's taken into Australia, denatured, so that we take 91% of the salt content out of it, and then we're left with 90 different micronutrients that need to be in the ground. Really? It's applied by a liquid form. It's like pouring water on the ground, and uh, that puts the minerals back in the ground that the plant needs. Wow. That's amazing. Well, how do you know this stuff? I mean, did you just make this up? <laughs> no, I've, I've been doing a lot of reading and going to seminars, and uh, I've probably got a, a good hundred to two hundred thousand dollars invested in my education over the last fifty-eight years. Okay, well, I actually know you and have heard your story, so I'm baiting you a little bit here. Thank you for letting me. Um, what was your first introduction? Because I remember it started when you were kind of a little boy. I was 14 years old, and I had asked my dad at the age of nine for a $5 bill. Dad told me no, and 
drug me out to the garage by pulling me by the ear. And when we got out there, he showed me an old real lawnmower, a rake, and a shovel. He <laughs> said, son, if you want money, you cut grass in the summer, rake leaves in the fall, shovel snow in the winter. Don't ever ask dad for money again. And uh, it worked. That first year that I cut grass with that real lawnmower, I swore to myself that I would never cut grass with a real lawnmower again. So I saved all my money and bought myself the first power lawnmower on my block at the age of 15. And uh, That's hilarious. by the time uh, I was uh, cutting so many yards that I had to hire boys to do it for me. But this one yard I specifically liked cutting was out in the country. And the old gentleman had horses that owned the place. And he had this lead pony from Cokie Racetrack that he wanted to get rid of. And he gave me a week to get him off his farm. It took me a week to find the old gentleman that was going to keep him for me. And uh, he was 60 years my senior. He was 74 when I was 14. And uh, he uh, he agreed to feed my horse as well as keep him for me. And I, I was excited and stuck my hand out and said, sir, you got a deal. And he said, not so fast, sir. You haven't heard my rules. <laughs> and I said, well, yeah. what rules are there for farming? Do yeah, right. Gardening? Just said, do it. He said, well, first of all, he says, you can't use a tractor on my farm. He said, they're too heavy and they're compacting the earth, and that's not what God wants us to do. And I said, well, what are we going to use to work the ground? He said, a team of mules. Oh. And I wasn't worried about that because my aunt and uncle owned mules, and it taught me how to harness them to a wagon years earlier down in Kentucky. So I didn't get tremendously upset about that. So I asked him what his second rule was, and he said, Everything that was planted on his farm was planted by the moon signs. And I said, well, how do I learn them? He said, they're in the almanac. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, I can read so I can find those. I said, what's your third rule? And he hesitated for a minute and kind of rubbed his forehead with his pipe. And he looked me right in the eye and said, son, we're not going to allow any of those newfangled herbicides, pesticides, or fungicides on this farm. He said, side means kill. And God did not intend for a farmer to kill anything. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, then how are we going to fertilize the farm? He said, we're going to use all natural fertilizers, all mm -hmm. organic fertilizers. Mm -hmm. But, uh, again, organic has gone through a major transition in the last 60 years. And people that are farming without chemicals think they're farming organically. But, sadly, because we're nutrient deficient in our soils, a lot of organic foods do not have the substance in need so that's why i teach nutrient dense organic i i think we've got to re-mineralize our soils and bring them up to the speed that it takes to grow good healthy food absolutely so you have got a whole process that people can learn from you and what are the steps that you take them through so like for instance and and i i don't mean to throw more than one question at you but my mind is racing with ideas here um First of all, the process of gardening is going to freak some people out, like, oh, my God, i got to get dirty. i got to go climbing around in the mud. I don't have a patch of ground. But you actually have opportunities for people to do container gardening, for one thing, right? Absolutely. So you could be on a balcony in a condo and have an organic garden. And if you do have a, a patch of land, you've got, what is it, a 12 by it's a four by 16 uh, raised bed garden that I teach people how to make out of cinder blocks. And, and, and that feeds a family of two. That'll feed a family of two. Two of those will feed a family of four or five, depending upon how old the children are. Yeah. And what I teach people to do is build a third one and sell it. That'll pay for the first three and then build a fourth one. And that one you give away. And uh, that yeah. makes everything worthwhile. I love that. So, um, 
Walter and I came together um, with a shared passion for having a facility, and it's a it's a facility that we're creating here in the Shelby State of Missouri, where we're going to be having organic gardening taking place in the ground and in the raised beds and in a greenhouse and in containers. They're going to have people out for events so that they can learn about how to do all this. But in the meantime, we'll be teaching people online how to do this. And and today is our debut of introducing all this here on Blog Talk Radio. And I'm going to have them talk a little bit more about the process. Um, When you are taking people through the curriculum, this is a curriculum that you learned not just from that old farmer gentleman, but you also learned it. You did a lot of, of uh, university studies, and what was what topic was that in? What that was? Um, I worked on my master's degree in earth literacy, and uh, really most of my my studies have been through reading and, and meeting other organic farmers and finding out what their techniques are and how they've done them. I've gone to many many seminars around the country, uh, the Upper Midwest Organic Farmers Conference, which is now called Moses is held up in Wisconsin every spring and actually winter, it's in February. And I find that uh, rubbing elbows with other farmers and learning the techniques that they've learned uh, and applying those and seeing which ones do and don't work for me and my soils is the best. Yeah. Wow. So when you teach a course, is it is it a semester long? Is it a day long? Is it an hour? How long is the course? It depends on what someone wants, but I can teach organic gardening in a raised bed system in about six hours. And normally I charge $250 for somebody to take that class. And when they get done, they're, they're able to grow their own food for their, their own shelf. Wow. That's amazing. And all kinds of herbs and vegetables and fruits. Absolutely. Matter of fact, the one farmer that I met out in California several years ago, only gardens on a quarter of an acre of ground in Los Angeles, and he's making over a quarter of a million dollars a year off of it. <laughs> he grows nothing but herbs. <laughs> That's so cool. So, listen, uh, you've got to tune into our classes, and they will be a product of Partners in Excellence with Dr. Deb Carlin, yours truly here, and Walter Gregory. And if you recall any of my story, I'm from Chicago, and I, when I was in my 20s and newly married, a young bride, my then husband and I, used to fantasize about having a garden that was larger than our small dining room table in order to be able to do what we did in the 70s, you know, live off the land, get back to the land, and we had a lot of fun doing it, but our methodology was nowhere near as refined as Walter's is, and so it was, it was, um, it was very labor intensive and it was it was really frustrating because we really wanted the fruits of our labor and what we did harvest was delicious. But I got really excited hearing about what Walter had talked about because being a person who's moved off of the farm that we had, the 900 acres that we had, moving into suburban life outside of the city of St. Louis, I've had nice gardens, but really big decks on my homes and I've loved to do container gardening and it was prolific but I know that with the products that Walter is sharing here and, and what are they they're they're like really it's from the bottom of the sea and it's super rich and and that's what you use in place of soil or with soil 
Well, those are the, the nutrients that you would put on it. Uh, I have four different nutrient batches that I put on my gardens, but the garden itself is, is made out of four products, and uh, that's what I teach when people come to class. I don't use soil in my beds. Uh-huh. Soil is where all the weeds and the grass seal, and that's what people complain that they don't garden in their own backyards because of the fighting the weeds and the grass problems. Yeah, so, right. Uh, being an engineer, I said, you know, why would we want to fight with weeds and grass? So <laughs> I, I developed a system that's totally weed and grass free. Right. And if you do see a weed or a grass growing, it takes about five minutes a week to weed that garden. And it was blown in by a bird or, pardon me, a bird dropped it in or it was blown in by the wind. So yeah. there's nothing in the mix that's going to cause weeds and grass to grow. Yeah. Well, you know, this is absolutely spectacular, and what we're going to do here is we've gone for about half the amount of time on the air here today, and we're going to end our episode and say, come to um, drdebcarlin.com, and do you have a website, Walter? No, no I don't. Okay, so come to, to, come to um, drdebcarlin.com. Go to Deborah, D-E-B-O-R-A-H, Deborah Carlin on Facebook, and go also over to Walter Gregory on Facebook. And this episode will be uploaded there. Listen to it. Stay tuned for our posts. And we're going to start doing events here in Missouri this summer, and we'll be posting about where they are, but they will be in locations that you're going to think are just so yummy and delicious until we do the acquisition of the land that we're looking at so that we can have an institute where you can learn all these things in addition to everything else you've heard me talk about, about having your best life yet and really learning how to manage your mind so that you can be in control of where your thoughts go. And like Conant Nightingale said, that's the base of life. you got to do that. Do it with a whole lot of faith in your heart and your soul, and you're going to be good to go. So, Walter, thank you so much for this wonderful time with you, learning and hearing. And I'm excited about our partnership and excited about teaching people things so that we can all be healthy. Because, by the way, Walter and I are in our sixth and seventh decades of life, and we are both healthy, without diagnoses, without uh, prescription medications, and I don't take anything even over the counter. So good living really makes a difference, doesn't it? Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you, Walter. This has been absolutely terrific. You're welcome.